Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, you go to ctmirror.org. Uh, auditors, uh, UConn overpaid Herbst, the f- former president, by the way, 355K during sabbatical. And there's a lot of nuances to it. Of course, a former president, Susan Herbst, uh, went took a sabbatical before returning to teach at UConn after being president of, of the university. And Andrew Brown, uh, who co-bylined the piece uh, with CT Mirror, joins us now. Andrew, good morning. How are you? Morning. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, okay, I just I general generalized obviously. Who who does the audit? By the way, this is uh, the state auditors of public accounts, which is a uh, an attachment to the legislature, um, and they do um, regular and uh, repeated audits of state agencies and essentially um, any state entity that is spending um, state tax dollars. Okay, and what did they find in this case? Uh, they looked at UConn for about three years, and um, there's multiple findings in this audit, but um, the one that stuck out to me and my colleague Dave Altamari as we were reading it was that um, – UConn seemed to be uh, mishandling their policy on sabbatical. Um, the uh, auditors looked at the university bylaws to see um, what was required of people, essentially uh, UConn employees who were taking a sabbatical and what they were eligible for. And they, they found several instances that the auditors believed um, did not fit with those university bylaws. So, um, in the, in the case that we kind of featured, what they said was um, there were two employees that they found um, that took a sabbatical and got received a, essentially a full year's pay um, for that year-long sabbatical. And, and the way the policy is supposed to work at UConn, um, according to their bylaws, is if you take a full year of sabbatical, you're only supposed to receive half of your normal salary. Right. Um, and so they found these two instances and what really kind of made us go wide-eyed was uh, the reference to one of the salaries, um, which was uh, over $711,000. And we quickly realized, well, that could only be like four people right. that, that worked at the University of Yukon at, in that time frame, that three-year time frame. And so we looked at, um, we looked at the state uh, payroll data and quickly realized the number matched exactly what Susan Herbst, the former president, um, was said to have made uh, during the 2020 fiscal year. Um, We asked UConn about it, um, and uh, we're waiting for a response we published yesterday based on the audit. Um, Afterwards, UConn essentially told us uh, that 
yes, it was Susan Herbst that was referenced in the audit, um, but that essentially she does not have to comply with university bylaws because the contract that the Board of Trustees gave her um, meant that she was able to collect her full pay while on a sabbatical for a year in between her presidency and her uh, return to the university as a professor. So so basically, just for, for so everyone it gets a sense, some people don't work in education, don't know, after a certain amount of years, you, you can earn a sabbatical. And usually, I think at UConn, the policy is, you know, you get full pay if you do it for a semester, you get half pay if you do it for a year. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things. It's a perk of, of academia because you don't usually get paid that much unless you're president of the university. Um, so th- what I'm basically getting is the school says that her contract as president, you know, included her getting a full salary for her sabbatical. So that supersedes whatever the bylaws are. That's correct. And we we reviewed the contract that she signed with the board of trustees um, back in 15 that set all of this up. Um, it was unclear to us. We're not attorneys, but we were reading it, and uh, you know, it, it did say that she rece- would receive a full year sabbatical. It referenced the pay rates that were set up in the contract, but it also had the language, uh, something along the lines of um, that the sabbatical would be taken according to university policy. Um, so, which it was would unclear. mean half pay? Uh, I, 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 they say no. Um, and I am not the attorney who drafted that, but it, it was a question in our mind. And so we published the story and the auditors clearly thought that um, the auditors clearly believed that she should have um, complied with university policy. And the university says that is not the case based on her contract. Um, but oddly enough, whenever the auditors presented all of this to the university to seek a response, um, the university said that they agreed with all of the findings in that portion of the audit. So it all became a little confusing yesterday afternoon as um, uh, people were asked to sort this out for us. I'm sorry, I have two other big questions to get to. Uh, Andrew, I'm sorry. There's no effort to claw back or anything. They're they're basically going to stonewall this. I mean, it's not her fault. I mean, she... This is not about her. It's really just about the institution. But there's there's no sense that, that this is going to change or they're going to claw it back. No, they 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 clearly told us that they um, have been told that human re- the human resources department confirmed their reading of her contract and that her contract made sure that she should have received her full seven hundred something thousand dollars salary during that sabbatical year. Hmm. Um, now, they there is. Other issues, I mean, the, the auditors only looked at a portion of UConn's sabbatical leave um, that other employees took. They did. They essentially did a random, or not a random sample, but a sampling. Um, and there were other instances where there were problems with the university making sure that the employees who were taking sabbatical followed the bylaws of the university. Um, other instances included, you know, essentially they don't want these sabbaticals turning into early retirement packages for university employees. And so they require anyone who takes a sabbatical for a year to return to the university for at least one more year before they can retire or leave uh, university employment. Otherwise they they should be forced to repay the money according to the audit. Um, there were several instances where people took a year long sabbatical um, received e- either full or half of their pay and, um, 
and then exited their jobs. So they essentially got a, a half to a full year um, being paid by the university um, before they ended up either retiring or finding another position elsewhere. Wow. So we're talking with Andrew Brown from CT Mirror uh, about this audit as it relates to sabbaticals at UConn, and you can go to ctmirror.org to read it. That was one of my things I wanted to bring up was that that whole issue of you know doing your sabbatical and then not coming back, which you, you just addressed. The other one you kind of addressed at the beginning, but I want to talk about it a little bit more is that they only – listen, I, I know a lot of people in academia. You take a sabbatical, they're kind of very, very light on, you know, what you do, whether it's research or whatever. Like, they, they're never, like – the students never – but there's always some sort of – whether you write a short paper on it or give some sort of presentation, you know, there's always some sort of check and balance to it, even if it is very, very light. Here, they don't even look at any of them. No, oh, sorry. I, I think I dropped you there. I mean, it was kind of... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm missing you. Can you hear me? I can now. I was... It's funny because I asked a question. I had a crescendo <laughs> and then it was silence. Um, no, I, I just was saying that, you know, usually there, there's a, a even if they don't, they don't scrutinize it heavily, there's always some sort of report back about what you did. And they hardly looked at any of these sabbaticals. Yeah. So what I mean, again, the auditors only looked at a, a handful of what were, I believe, several hundred sabbatical leaves that were taken at the university during this three year time period. Um, and. I was reading over the bylaws yesterday as I was reporting out this story, and it's, uh, you know, you are supposed to, if you take a sabbatical as a university employee, supposed to perform some type of research. It's essentially to, it's really to help promote the university and the work that the staff does there, right? It allows them freedom to go and do research and um, really bring up the name of, of the university while they're at it. Um, and they're supposed to report back to some type of um, manager on what they did with that time. Um, in, in Herb's case, I don't believe, based on her contract, that there was uh, a need for her to report out essentially how she spent her sabbatical. Um, at least it wasn't in the, the legal language. But um, there, there should be, at um, my understanding, within uni university records, um, you know, report outs and sign offs on what other uh, university staff and and um, uh, professors did with their time off uh, during those sabbaticals. Yeah, sorry about that glitch. Uh, listen, the piece is co byline by Andrew Brown, who we're talking to now, and Dave Altamari on ctmirror.org. If you want to read more about um, the story in terms of the, the headline about overpaying the former president, maybe overpaying, and then just the whole sabbatical system in general at UConn. Uh, Andrew, uh, thanks for the quick turnaround. We appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hope have a good day. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.